You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. It's time to talk about the Green Bay Packers. This is your Packers update, the Daily Cheese, brought to you by Packernet.com. The Daily Cheese is a collaboration with the Packernet Podcast, hosted by Ryan Schlipp, the Pack Daddy, and I'm your host, J.J. Leahy. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your loved ones. Welcome to this special on-the-road Thanksgiving version of the Daily Cheese. If this is your first time listening to this podcast and you are thinking to yourself, my gosh, what horrible audio quality. I promise this is not what it usually sounds like. Please tune back in for future episodes when I'm in my recording studio with real equipment and a microphone. I promise it sounds better. Unfortunately, you will still have to listen to me, so there is that detraction, but hopefully you'll stick around for the content. And we do have some juicy content today. Wide receivers Devontae Adams and Al Lazard finally come off the injury report. MVS, however, is questionable for the game. He hurt his Achilles in practice yesterday. Center Corey Lindsley, running back Tyler Irvin, and cornerback Josh Jackson are all questionable, as is Kevin King. On the Tyler Irvin note, the Packers are reportedly working out wide receiver Tavon Austin, and everyone is excited about this. For good reason. Special teams is a disaster. With Irvin out, Shepard clearly is not the answer. Don't expect Austin to make any kind of an impact on the offense. In the last three years, he's scored only three touchdowns and started zero games. He has been mainly used for special teams and unfortunately has not done great there, averaging 5.9 yards per return on punts and 13 on kickoff returns. Still, that's a massive improvement over Darius Shepard, who who netted negative nine punt return yards last year and only six so far this year. Yikes. I'm not kidding when I say special teams has been a nightmare, and this is something I've been complaining about ever since the Tampa Bay game, when we did lose Tyler Irvin, and he really has not been able to return since. However, another wide receiver name had social media buzzing today, and that would be wide receiver Kenny Stills, who was released by the Houston Texans. If the Packers claim him, he would cost $2.4 million against the team's salary cap. While it seems unlikely he would fall in waivers all the way down to the Packers, he is currently injured, and he does have a contract that needs to be paid. If he goes unclaimed, Stills can negotiate a new contract with any team he likes. In fact, given that injury history, don't be discouraged if the Packers don't claim him on waivers. It would be more beneficial to them to let him clear waivers and try to negotiate a better salary with him. I'm not saying it would be dumb to claim him off waivers, but if they don't claim him, don't take that as a sign that the Packers don't care about the position of wide receiver. We don't know the status yet of his quad injury or how much time he'll miss, but the Texans certainly were not willing to wait around for it. Now, D-lineman Montrevious Adams and linebacker James Burgess, unfortunately, were both placed on injured reserve. And at least in the case of Montrevious, Matt LaFleur said, unfortunately, his season is over. A disappointing end to likely his time in Green Bay for a guy who finally turned the corner in his last season and became one of the Packers' best run stoppers. In a corresponding move, the Packers immediately brought in defensive tackles Brian Price and Niall Scott. Now, Price actually was signed by the Packers back in 2016 as an undrafted free agent. We'll have to wait and find out the status of Tavon Austin, Brian Price, and Niles Scott and see if the Packers pick any of them up. Safety Eddie Jackson for the Bears was activated off of the COVID-19 list, and he will play. Nick Foles, on the other hand, will not. The Packers will be going up against Mitch Trubisky again. Friendly reminder that Mitch Trubisky, although he did get benched, is 3-0 this season. The Packers will have to work harder than normal in scouting this week to put together a game plan for a quarterback who has not played in nine weeks and brings a very different set of skills to the team than Nick Foles does. 
Although the Bears have the second-worst offense in the league, they are not without talent, and the strategy for shutting down Mitch Trubisky is very different from the one to shut down Nick Foles. Foles, of course, liked to go to his tight ends as often as possible. Covering them was often the key to frustrating Foles and taking away his options. While Trubisky, a very mobile quarterback, has difficulty throwing under pressure. Enjoy the game. It's not often you have to wait until Week 12 for the first Packers-Bears game of the season. And don't forget, although both teams are heading in opposite directions, it's still early in the season. The Packers could still potentially finish 7-9, and and the Bears could go as high as 11-5, depending on how the next few games play out. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet podcast. Please sign up for the Packernet newsletter by going to packdraft.com slash newsletter and follow me on Twitter at JJ Leahy for more breaking news. That's at J-J-L-A-H-E-Y. You can also keep up by joining the Packernet podcast Facebook group. My name is JJ Leahy, and this has been The Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update.